Welcome to Faked, an original podcast highlighting the underground world of counterfeit illegal items around the world and how to spot them. Whether you're traveling the world or buying online, Faked will be your guide. With your host, Joseph Rowan, you'll explore the many ways counterfeiters can pull off disguising everyday consumer items as the genuine good. Welcome back, everybody, to Faked, your favorite podcast about counterfeit things. And if you're new to the program, I'm glad you guys found us. And we have uh, over 45 different episodes about different things that may pertain to you that you may just want to know more about. But um, the last one we did was about stamps, and that one was actually trending. It was more trendy. It wasn't just off the cuff kind of stuff. It was something that was real, something that was happening right now. Cause that's, you know, with a lot of my episodes, I like to just pull things out of thin air when it comes to fake things or counterfeit things that you may encounter. But this next one is something we've lived with for, you know, over two years now. And that is fake N95 masks. I know we're all probably sick of hearing about this, but this is something that seems to be stressing the market right now. You know, whether you've got your own opinion about what these masks can or can't do, there are real side effects to people not getting real masks, whether that's industrial jobs or whether that is um, just a self-protection or whether you're in the health community and you need to buy stuff for maybe a smaller office or stuff. So right now, it seems that there are a lot of fake N95s. F, oh my gosh, um, fake N95s. Apparently, I can't talk. Uh, it sounds like I've got a mask on, I guess. Uh, so they're fake N95 masks, and that's something that's been plaguing the market, specifically Amazon, as we talk about. Amazon really seems to be a lot of where these Paramount um, scams are happening. So, okay, we're two years into it, sick of hearing about it, but now everybody's got their you know, vaccinations, booster shots, treatments, whatever it may be, but there are masks that are still part of our lives. And specifically in some cities, you know, where it's required. It's not required where I'm at, um, but there are larger cities where, uh, actually, I think whole states, I'm not sure, I haven't been following it, but um, that have been putting this into legislation. So it's important to get the good stuff, all right? So the increased demand of, you know, PPE has also led to, obviously, the rise of the counterfeit things. This is what we're always talking about. Anything that can be profited off of for being fake, they will profit off of that. So, and you know, they go to new lows, whether that's, uh, <laughs> it's, that's uh, face protection, you know, that's stuff like that. Um, you know, they, they don't care. They'll, they'll make fakes of everything. And this is what we, we are trying to break down and actually improve on. So there are ways to avoid, um, purchasing fake and counterfeit 90 and 95. So whether that's for personal use or for a business of yours, I know much like gloves and things like that, everything's getting expensive and it might, uh, the bottom line might be something that you're looking for. So whether that's, Oh gosh, these are so much cheaper. I could just get these for the, um, you know, for my, my guys or my gals at work or whatever, I can get these for them and you know, they're not going to know any different and they're the same, but in reality, they're not, they're, they're very different. And that's why they come at a cheaper price. The real ones, um, maybe as uncompetitive as they may be. I'm not sure how many people actually make these masks. 
because competition obviously drives that price down. It just takes one person to say, hey, you know, everybody's making buco bucks off it. I'm going to start making these and then and then I'm going to lower the price to where it needs to be. And then suddenly everybody else looks like skis balls. So that's the beauty of the market there. So um, face masks are products falsely marked as uh, these counterfeit ones we're talking about as N-I-O-S-H. So NIOSH approved. Um, and that is the certification uh, required for legitimate N95 respirators that can be used as uh, PPE. So protective personal equipment. Okay, NIOSH stands for the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, and it's the U.S. government agency that certifies N95 masks as safe to use. So there is a governing body when it comes to these masks. It's not just a free-for-all. Okay, but remember, that's very easy to fake. If somebody knows about that, they're obviously going to throw that fake tag on any of their masks. So KN95 masks and KN94 masks are certified by foreign governments, but they should offer the exact same level of protection. Okay, so according to the CDC, NIOSH approved respirators have a few things in common and that they all have similar approval label uh, on the respirator uh, or in the packaging. So usually they have a label on the actual mask itself just because they are given out independently and um, they should probably have some sort of insignia or certification actually on it just because, yeah, they can be given out independently to multiple people So and sold independently. Okay, so Kelly Carothers, director of government affairs at Project N95, told Spy that if consumers want something that is very, very protective, they should go with a NIOSH-approved product that says NIOSH on there. So the CDC um, also has on their website, and it, it gives something for you to look for, kind of a... Um, you know, a guideline. So specifically, it needs to say NIOSH on the mask and it needs to have something called a TC number, okay? And the manufacturer name has to be on there. If it does not have all those pieces of information, it could be potentially a counterfeit. So if you do look on the CDC website, they have an updated list of verified fake and counterfeit PPE. So that's important that they do... Um, put those and call out, you know, they probably rename themselves as we've talked about before. Um, people just kind of shut down their companies and that's kind of what their intention is. They shut it down and just open up, up in, under a different name. So they usually won't put their brand name on the actual product just because it could be utilized over cross uh, main businesses there. So NIOSH approved respirators will all have one of the following designations. So it's N95, N99, N100, R95, R99, R100, P95, P99, and P100. You can verify the approval number of any certified N95 mask on the NIOSH certified equipment list or the NIOSH trusted source page, which is also available on the CDC. So according to many of the experts, um, a respirator may be counterfeit if you spot any of these red flags. I imagine if it had a red flag on it, that would probably be a, a big, uh, big thing to look for there. But there are no labels on the product packaging or mask itself. Just like what we talked about, they want to be able to shut their company down and open up in the next day under a different name. So they don't want to put any labels and stuff on it. So next, there's no approval number on the respirator hand headband or box. Okay, so we got to look for that approval number. So there are no NIOSH-related markings on the box. That's going to be something, I believe, uh, if, they, if they don't have that on there, it's either a cost thing. 
so they can charge less or because they don't want any affiliation with this um, program in order, you know, there might be some ramifications later if you falsify something as being a NIOSH related markings on the box. I'm not exactly sure what those could be, but apparently that's something that they maybe they look for. So these aren't rookies. So NIOSH might be misspelled. You know, they just kind of put things on there. It's crazy because it's not exactly a language. It's an you know, an acronym or, you know, yeah, an acronym. So it's not really, you know, it, it applies over every language. There are decorative elements on the mask or extra fabric. Certified PPE doesn't have those details. So they, they're pretty utilitarian. They're not going to have Louis Vuitton on them or Gucci or, you know, Adidas or whatever. They're not going to have that on it. They're going to just be utilitarian purposes. So the products are labels or mark, labeled or marketed as N95 masks for kids as the NIOSH does not approve respirators for children. So that's an important one is they may try to capitalize on that market, you know, the, the fakers, but um, the NIOSH does not approve. So you'll never see N95 masks for kids. So that's an important one. Okay, so if the respirator has ear loops instead of headbands, which provide a tighter fit, it's most likely not an actual NIOSH approved. So I think that's pretty important is the ear loops and the kids one. Everything else kind of, yeah, you can look for that. But I think those are the most too important because those are the biggest difference that are going to be such a huge telltale um, of that. So let's talk to some of these people of some of these PPE suppliers. So Shahazil... Amin, co-founder and CEO of Well Before, which is a PPE supplier, emphasizes the importance of buying from trusted websites with plenty of reviews since counterfeit N95 masks have gotten more and more sophisticated throughout the pandemic. You know, we've had two years under our belt. These people have become experts, which we're probably going to see for years to come because, again, just because we get rid of N95s, you know, by wearing it around because of this, uh, because of the coronavirus or any variant thereof, there's still people that still have to go to work that deal with paint, that deal with uh, dust, that deal with medical instances where they have to wear these N95s. And we don't want this market being crowded with fake ones that are going to, you know, start barraging a lot of these uh, smaller businesses that are trying to just stay afloat by buying cheaper masks. You know, we don't want that. So unless you live and breathe masks like we do, you're not going to really be able to tell is what he said. Okay. These days it's more about where you order from than trying to figure out how to spot a fake mask. So order from well-reviewed and respected websites. They have plenty of customer feedback and you'll be fine. That's what um, Amin said. So most of the mistakes are made on the packaging on top of the masks. So look for grammar issues on NIOSH if using the N95s. Logos are, you know, in random places, things like that and stuff like that. So look up in images of the real product and packaging, then compare it to what you have in your hands. So maybe it is worth just not buying bulk orders of something that you're not 100% sure of and just buying one instance of it, then getting your hands on it, then being able to look because a lot of the pictures you'll probably see online uh, on these fake ones are going to be real pictures because if they're going to fake the product, gosh, they are going to fake that um, that picture. You know, that's not a big deal, you know, to them. So it looks like he also added that many counterfeit KN95 and N95 masks have gotten to the point where they are passing all filtration tests and are fairly good at protecting you. So fairly good, not a huge, you know, that's not what we're looking for. It's fairly, you know, you don't want fairly good carabiners that are, you know, going to make it fall off a mountain. Okay. So with NIOSH, 
approved N95s, you can depend on at least 95% particle filtration. With those very convincing counterfeit masks, there's no such guarantee. Okay, so it seems that a lot of people when looking, uh, at least when examining a lot of these face masks, because I don't, I'm not going to go through some of the good ones. I think that's, uh, you know, that's for you to decide. That's for you to utilize what I've taught you in this episode in order to purchase for your company or, you know, for yourself or, you know, just to keep at home if you're doing jobs and things like that. So if you suspect that a counterfeit N85 is in your hands, um, it depends really on everyone's personal level of risk. For someone who has diabetes or is immunocompromised, um, Carruthers, as we you know mentioned before, would recommend that they throw the mask out and buy a NIOSH-approved product. If it was my mother or grandmother, I would make sure they have the NIOSH-approved masks. So most healthy people, young people, are okay with good quality masks, but otherwise I wouldn't take the chance. So if you're, gonna, if you're going on an airplane or if you're traveling and you're going to be in a very crowded indoor setting, Carruthers suggests you wear those masks. I would make sure that you have the NIOSH-approved product. So, yeah, it looks like overall you shouldn't be buying these bad ones. For one, it, you know, maybe it, maybe it's good for if you're painting or something at home. But um, what I, I wouldn't take the chance, you know, because there's no guarantee. Heck, the product itself might, you know, have some crazy chemicals in it that you're sniffing right up against your nostrils there and, you know, making you sick. So that's important is to not play into these companies that make fake things. You know, if they want to get approved and if they want to make things legit, then they have to go through the same process as everybody else. That's important. You know, we don't want cheaters. We don't want fakers. We want people creating goods that promise exactly what they recommend, um, you know, people to purchase on their own accord. I think that's important for disdain on itself. So guys, remember with faked items, there are those who produce them, those who purchase them, and those that listen to this podcast. I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.